Welcome to Daily Truths with Dave Allman. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Daily Truths. I have a question for you. Where does Satan most often attack? It's a good question, isn't it? And to get the answer, we go back to the book of Matthew. Of course, we're going through Matthew, a verse or two at a time. We're in Matthew chapter 4, verses 2 and 3, and I want you to listen to this. And after, this is Jesus, and after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, if you're the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. So so Jesus had been out in the wilderness for 40 days fasting. That means he didn't eat anything. Did he drink something? Probably. He was God and also man. And of course, as a human being, he probably needed water, obviously, right? And so he probably drank stuff, but he didn't eat anything. And then it says after 40 days, the tempter, I love that that nickname that 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 Matthew gave Satan, the tempter. This is what he does. Oftentimes, nicknames describe who people are and what they do. That's exactly what Satan does. So Matthew called him the tempter because that's his trump card. That's what he loves to do. So Satan comes to Jesus after 40 days and says this, command these stones that you see in front of you, command them to be bread because I know you're hungry and I know that'll satisfy you and you'll be honoring me. Now, obviously, Jesus was very susceptible to hunger at that time. His body was in a weakened condition. Uh, He needed sustenance. And so it looked pretty good to turn stones into bread. And Satan knew that. Listen to this. Satan was attacking him in his most vulnerable area, hunger. Now, where does Satan t- attack you? I want to share with you that I, I have a lot of um, a lot of places where Satan attacks me. But one of the places he most regularly attacks me is in the area of insecurity. Um, I, I can remember people saying things to me that hurt so badly and attacked my insecurity. For instance, one time I was in a in a meeting with a guy and he said, Pastor Dave, the 20 minutes you get in the pulpit is 20 minutes of my life that I can never get back. Ah, (laughs) like, did you really say that? But what was Satan doing through that guy? And that guy was a friend of mine. He was just saying, hey, your sermons haven't been up to snuff lately. Um, And that's okay. He was just stating what he felt, you know, but boy, oh boy, was Satan attacking my insecurity. And I thought about that. and I still do to this day about those words and how it attacked me. Where does Satan attack you? It may be in porn or gossip or food or uh, whatever it is that Satan will attack you with. That's where he's going to go. He's going to go to the most vulnerable areas in your life. So what do you do? If it's gossip, hopefully you can change the subject. If it's porn, hopefully you can get porn blockers on your computer. If it's food, don't go to the store and get the foods that cause you to be tempted. Whatever it is, there's always a way of escape that God provides for us. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. In other words, no temptation is irresistible beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out. So what is that way out? 
There's always a way of escape. No temptation is irresistible. There's always something we can do instead of succumbing. So according to this passage, what is the way of escape? To me, it's running to Jesus. It's saying, Jesus, help me. Jesus, guard me. Jesus, guide me. Jesus, I run to you. Give me strength to resist. And Lord Jesus, if there's no way of escape seemingly to me, let me run into your arms. You see, Satan will attack you in the most vulnerable areas, and you need need to understand what are you most insecure about? Where is the area that Satan will attack you most mightily in? You know what it is, so safeguard it. And how do you safeguard it? Well, one of the things we're going to be talking about tomorrow is to wield the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, which is exactly what Jesus did in the wilderness. He rebuffed or rebuked Satan with the Word of God, and we do the very same thing. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But when you're tempted, we run to the arms of Jesus and we say, Lord Jesus, help me, strengthen me, guide me, protect me, give me power to say no to that temptation and to walk in your ways. Uh oh. <laughs> But there's a problem with that. We don't always do that. And sometimes Satan, the tempter, gets the upper hand in our life. He causes us to be tempted and we fall and we succumb and we give in and we feel, if you're a believer in Christ, horrible. So what do we do then? Listen to what the book of Hebrews says. We do not have a high priest, namely Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who is tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Therefore, we can approach the throne of grace to find mercy and receive grace to help us in our time of need. Now, what's that saying? It's saying a couple things. First of all, when we succumb and we give in to temptation, Jesus is interceding for us. The book of Romans tells us this. Jesus is interceding for us. He's going to the Father saying, Father, I laid down my life for them in behalf of what they've done. Because of what they've done, I've laid down my life. I've paid for that sin you said that if I would go to the cross and die for that sin, you would forgive them. And I'm interceding for them right now. Father, forgive them. They don't know oftentimes what they're doing. And the Father does. How incredible is that? And so we can go to the throne of grace when we mess up. And we can say, Lord Jesus, intercede for me. Lord Jesus, go to the throne of God and intercede for me, and he does, and he will, because he loves you, and he died for you, and he rose again for you, and he is with you in the face of every temptation you go through. So, yes, temptation will come our way. Satan will attack us often in the most susceptible areas, the areas that we are weakest in. He did that with Jesus. He's going to do the same thing with us. And so what do we do? We run to the arms of Jesus when we're facing temptation, saying, Lord Jesus, help me, guard me, accompany me, guide me, and give me power to resist that temptation. But the problem is sometimes we don't do that. And in the midst of that, we go to Jesus and he pleads our case before the throne room of God and God forgives us and loves us and accepts us and lifts us up and places us on the road of obedience once again. My friends, this is the truth of God's word. And that is today's daily truth. Walk in the love of Christ. Walk in the power of the spirit. Live for the Lord Jesus Christ. Temptation will come, but you have power and strength in the Lord Jesus to resist. Greater is he, namely Jesus Christ who is in you, than he that is in the world, namely Satan. So you can resist, 
But when you fall, and you will fall from time to time, you have a great out, and that out is Jesus Christ and his love. Have a great day in Christ, and that is today's Daily Truths. (laughs) There are a lot of truths there today. That is today's Daily Truths. Have a great day in Christ. Thank you for tuning in to Daily Truths with Dave Allman. If this ministry is blessing you, please consider supporting us by sharing this channel with a friend. You can also like, comment, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps us tremendously. Come back tomorrow for your next Daily Truth.